Last time on Fiasco Fridays, we saw how each character is displeased with the university. While one ambitious person wishes to slither her way to the top, others intend to dismantle the bourgeoisie and start from ground zero. And when mind games turn physical, an unlikely person makes a dangerous choice. As always, viewer discretion is advised. Now let's find out how Christine, Joan, and Linda handle the pressure in this episode of Fiasco Friday's Town and Gown. And then it's my turn as Christine. Oh, man. Man, I just really want to succeed. So we'll see. What, what do I want to do? Uh, I've been teaching the students and the students probably hate me because there's no way I'm like actually nice to any of them. And I'm sure the students, like, as we move forward, you guys could probably take advantage of the students being upset with me. And if my character succeeds, at, this is a plot, this is a potential plot idea. If my character succeeds at moving up ranks in the school and students hate her, then you guys are going to have an easier time overthrowing things. And that Top could be of the bourgeoisie. later on. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, I already have so many plans for Christine. So many nasty plans. For her downfall? Um, yes. I think I know what I want to do as my character. Okay. With your guys' permission, I'd like to do a mini time skip of, like, maybe a couple weeks or something. Okay. Cool. And that perhaps your characters have, like, gained a little bit of ground. Like, I'm not sure, like, what you guys want your characters to have accomplished in that time. But what I want for this scene is I want to be talking to one of the, like, head people in the school and get a job, like... I want to get closer to, like, the president as, like, with my job title and everything. And I want to be talking with someone who's higher up in the school's, like, the faculty. And I want it to be maybe someone with a personality that's just, like, a lot more, like, maybe a little bit more malleable. Who knows? Maybe, maybe they won't be. But I want my character to point out that there have been a lot of, like, revolutionary-type books being checked out of the library. Oh, she's talking about us. There's always been a lot of graffiti, but there's been, like, maybe students have been, like, <laughs> um, spraying anarchy symbols around the school to, like, rebel. <laughs> and so maybe I'm going to bring that up to their attention and offer myself as a potential oh. leader to help rein in the students. Oh, my God. So what is your goal? Is your goal to get a promotion? Yeah. Yeah. My goal will be to get a promotion. I hate your character so much in, like, the best possible way. <laughs> you, you hate her, love. Um, that's a good question. <laughs> okay, so you need a third character? Yeah, I'm thinking we should get maybe another character aside from other ones. So either Kelly or Megan, whoever wants to play a, a person who I will talk to who's higher up. I don't up have a preference the... either way, Kelly, if you have, like, an idea for a character or something. I, um, I really don't. Okay. So um I I have an idea then. Um what if I was um I'll be a guy for this one and he's super invested in like the board of trustees and like all those guys and so he's like he has no idea what the students are doing. And so he's all about like the strategic 5-year plan and like where the university's going and like all of that like business bull crap. And so I'm kind of the business major. <laughs> well, I know. So I'm allowed to say that it's BS because it is. 
Um, so I think that is the character. His name is going to be, his name's going to be Robert because, Humphrey. you know, oh, Humphrey? Humphrey. Oh, okay. Humphrey. I'll be Humphrey. <laughs> no, you can be whoever you want to be. I was just, no, no, I'll mind. be Humphrey. Humphrey. Humphrey! Okay. Whenever you're ready, uh, Sam. Wait, before you guys start, I need to let the cat out. I'll be right back. Let the cat out of the bag. This cat, you just need a cat door at this point. Honestly, cats are the most finicky, but we love them. You saw me, you found me, okay, bye. (laughs) Everything's fine. Nothing is bad. (laughs) I didn't knock over a soda with my foot. Oh, buddy. It's fine. Oh, no. (laughs) Okay, you guys can go. All right, cool. We'll, uh... We'll start the scene then. It begins with, um, I think maybe, what if in, instead of this being inside an office, what if we're at like a sporting event or something? Like what if there's, I feel like a lot of this is very like pool themed. So what if this is like the, that's the only thing the school has going for them is they have like really good pool programs and that's the only way, like they're still afloat. Afloat? And. Did you just. (laughs) Afloat. And we're at like a swim meet or something, and I just sit right down next to Humphrey, and then we start talking. That way it's like casual, but also like, hey, you know, I'm so I guess I'm brown nosing a little bit too. Mm, yeah, you better be. Damn, let's get it. All right. <laughs> okay. So we're at a swim meet. I'm in the middle and of eating a hot dog. I spilled mustard on my dog? shirt already. Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, man. That must be so embarrassing. Would be, wouldn't be super terrible if a super intimidating woman were to approach you right now, which I do. So <laughs> Christine walks by and she, uh, mm, good hot and dog. she, she sees you. <laughs> oh my God. Humphrey. Is that you? Uh, yeah, oh, <clears throat> oh yeah. Yeah. What, what, what's your name again? Sorry. My name is Christine. Oh, it's okay. I've only, I've, right. I'm new working here on the faculty. Mm-hmm. I've just been here for a few weeks and, Mm-hmm. I actually have a long history of this school. Can I sit down oh, next shoot. to you? I spilled mustard. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. You have a napkin. I spilled some mustard on my shirt. Oh, of course. I always come prepared. Thanks. And I reach into my purse mm. and I have some napkins and I pass them over. Oh, thank you. They got good hot dogs here. You know, we're doing a special right now for sale to try and do some <laughs> fundraising. They're, they're five for uh, $2. You get five hot dogs. This is my fifth hot dog. It's really good. You know, this school has got some really good stuff going for it. I'm really excited about the direction that we're headed for for, for this university. And they got good hot dogs, so that's a bonus it's too. It's fantastic. Absolutely. You know, I, I, I love this school probably not even half as much as you do. I know you have, I have the most admiration for how you care for the students here. Mm-hmm, What's actually mm-hmm, interesting right. is I actually used to swim here at the school. I used to be part of the champion swimming team. I've been meaning to get back into it, but uh, if you look out in the hallway, my name is actually there. So you could say I'm a pretty big fan of this school, and I'm very interested in its success. Mm, that's good. That's good. I think we all need to have a team environment here. You know, I like where you're coming from. We're a team here. Everyone's invested in the success of, of the school, and where we need to go. You know, I was just talking to the board last week, and we're, we're, we're thinking things are looking up. You know, I think things are really going well, and uh, especially with, you know, the, the teams that we have right now. Like you're saying, our, our swim teams have a, a history, a, a legacy of success going back, you know, decades. So so I think that's really the foundation, of, you know, of this university, of the, the success of the students. It's really the the foundation that we you know continue to build upon year after year 
Absolutely, I couldn't agree more, except that I'm sure, as you've noticed uh, recently, there have been, there's been some vandalism. Oh, where? where? Is that, that's not locker rooms, is it? Because we're not supposed to have uh, any of those banned materials in, in the locker rooms, uh, because that could be, that could be uh, you know, liability on, on the university. I've heard, I'm not sure how much time you spend in the student environment. I'm sure you're very involved, but I myself personally mm, No, no, I spend no witnessed... time with the students. I have noticed students scratching things into the bathroom stalls, saying horrible things, calling professors awful names. And it's not just any professor in particular, but just in general, I believe I've witnessed students being entirely well, you know, disruptive and disrespectful. Kids, and these students are really in a growing phase of their life. They're, you know, they're technically 18 years old, but, you know, they're still growing. Your brain's never really fully developed until you're 25, at least. So these students are really moldable, and that's kind of what we're trying to do here, to take these students that really need an outlet and, and focus that energy on something, you know, like we're, we're doing here with the swim team, right? We got a lot of students here, and they're working really hard, and uh, we're trying to focus that energy that they have so they can grow up to be good, you know, model citizens uh, for for this for this great country and so i think you know yes yeah, kids are gonna be kids you know they're 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 students they don't really know any better but uh what we're trying to do here is to try to mold them into something better you know that, that they could be more uh than than they come into the school with so i think that's really um that's really what we're trying to do here i completely understand wouldn't i guess i guess we'd say that these students need a strong leadership i suppose yeah, and I think we have that with our faculty right now. You know, I think we hire some really good, uh, some really good professors, and uh, students are really getting the mentorship that we need. That's one of the huge things that we promote for for this university. Actually, is the professor to student ratio is really, really, uh, very small. Uh, about five students for every professor that we have here. So I think that's really, you know, goes to show how much care these professors put into put into the university. So I think it's really driving our enrollment numbers up. As like I said, I talked to the board last week, and uh, they're really excited with where we're going. And uh, we got some new promotional uh, activities that we're we're doing and working on. So I think, you know, I think I think I agree with you. It's a really good foundation we have here with our professors and uh, and uh, really good faculty members. Unfortunately, I would have to I. Ideally, you know, numbers don't lie. Things are going great in terms of enrollment numbers. But unfortunately, some of the vandalism, I think, was caused by professors and faculty. Professors? Well, they know that this university puts a lot of money and a lot of time and a lot of care investing in the, the facilities that we have here. We have a really, you know, good group of buildings here. We, we're, you know, working on some renovations in the future. Don't, you know... Keep that on the the down low, as the kids say for now. It's not full, you know, we haven't fully planned it out yet, but we're looking at doing some renovations in the future. You know, again, depending upon the enrollment enrollment numbers in the coming years. Uh, but, you know, the facilities are really, we got to keep them spick and span for these students. And especially for, like I said, those uh, promoting for tours and for, pretend, for, for prospective students as well. Right. So what would you say if I told you that I saw a faculty member dismantle a statue a statue well um oh uh, that, that's bad yeah i don't know who it was i couldn't see but i noticed that they had one of the faculty badges attached to their hip and mm. they unfortunately escaped before i could catch them but i know that whoever did it has access to 
faculty badges and is most likely a faculty member. Hmm. Well, that is a... Uh... You know, but if it's just one faculty member, I think it's, it's you know, the, the, the we have the campus police, so you could just, you know, report it there. And I think our campus police does a really good job. Uh, so, you know, I think they'd be the best uh, resources to uh, handle, handle that uh, particular situation. I don't know about you, but I would feel a lot safer if we had faculty keeping a closer eye on each other and making sure that we're all safe and that we can all trust each other yeah maybe you're doing a little team bonding there's a low ropes course out uh out on 27th street that i used to go to when uh you know the the board we do that about you know every couple of years we could do a low ropes course i think that'd be really be beneficial for faculty and, and you know team bonding that sounds like a fantastic idea why don't i mm-hmm. set something up for us i'll send out the invitations i'll coordinate and see if we can do something perhaps the wednesday before thanksgiving uh, sure. That sounds good to me. Fantastic. I look forward to it. I'm so glad to be part of the team here, and I can't wait to further contribute to it. Yeah. Go Lions! <laughs> <laughs> Go Lions. Biting my tongue. That is scene. the end of the scene. I get a bad <laughs> die. Megan, yeah. you were amazing. Yo, if you spend any time around business majors, that's literally, they just like go off on random tangents about crap. It's reason number 397 that I hate business majors because that's what I sit and listen to all day. It's terrible. Uh, you're so good. You could sell any. You could sell anything, Megan. As a business major, it's kind of our job. It sucks. Uh. But yeah, that was really good. Just like everything you said, I just took it and ran with it like 10 yeah. more miles. It was perfect. <laughs> it was so good. We needed some like lightheartedness in this. <laughs> that was awesome. I think I just I... like blacked out and like regurgitated my whole business degree in that scene. <laughs> oh my God. That's what we go to school okay? for. I'm not okay. I'm not okay. <laughs> All right. So now it is... Your turn, Megan. Okay, so we did that week thing where, like, we um, fast-forwarded a couple weeks. So I got to figure out where my character is. What if midterms are coming up and, um, like, or, like, midterms just passed? And even though she talked to Jim in the beginning of the semester, Jim is still giving her these, like, freaking, um, like, students that need to pass. So then at book club, she, like, goes off with Linda um, I want to do like um, a book club meeting and it's just us. Like we put posters up and I bring my lemon bars and I set up like 10 chairs and it's ch- we're the only people that show up to this stupid book club. Does that sound good? So what is your goal? Oh, I have to think of a goal. Um, uh, we, I want to make a plan with you to do something. Um, because the students are rising up. Yes. So I'm going to do a scene with Kelly. And um, we are at book club. And no one, no one's at book club. Um, and my goal is to um, get Kelly to help me stage, um, like organize a student protest. Um, we're going to organize it online. So like it's anonymous. We can use anonymous usernames and stuff. So nobody knows it's us. But we're going to stage this protest and it's going to be like a pro-anarchy overthrow the bourgeoisie, like the university administration is bad type of thing. That's my goal. 
Cool, cool. Ready? Okay, I... Yeah. Okay, so I'm walking into book club. We're in, like, some basement office somewhere, and I brought my lemon bars, and I'm like, hey, Linda. Yes? How's it going? Welcome to book club. Oh, no one's here. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure they'll come later. I've talked to a couple people. They said they might come by. Cool, cool. I'm okay. I really... I can't keep going back to that Christine person. I just can't. Yeah, she's... um. Uh, she's unique. She's certainly a character. Um, and I hate her guts, so... <laughs> you know... Um, lemon bar? Do you want to? I mean, some lemon bars. You want Please, to... I I need something sweet in my life. Thank you, darling. Well, it is a little tart. It's got a little kick in it. I put a little bit of cayenne pepper on, like just a couple, so you might get a surprise. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. Okay. So, um, what should we do? Um. Well. <sighs> Usually we read books, right? <laughs> Love a good book. Um, I actually had a better idea because, you know, I think I understand like students, they have to read books all the time, right? Like for classes and stuff. And so I feel like I get why they might not be the most interested in attending like a book club for fun, like outside of class, even though it's like, like a super good book club and we have snacks every week and like very interesting stuff. Like, we're already, like, on chapter four of the Marxist um, revolution book that we've been reading, which is super good. Um, really into it. But, you know, so I feel like trying to, you know, engage the students of the university with books isn't, like, you know, the best tactic, right? Because they already read books for classes. So I was thinking, you know, what do students love nowadays, right? Like, they love social media. So what if we get on social media and start like a Twitter account or something. And we could be like the Marxist Twitter account for the school, right? Like this anarchy, like, you know, down with the university administration, stuff like that. And we like organize a student protest, right? Because like I've been seeing this graffiti and stuff all over the school and, um, and, like, students are, are into it, right? But I just, I think if we, like, really show show the university that, like, you know, the students are upset, right? Like, I couldn't personally go to this protest because I'm, you know, an employee. But I don't know. I was thinking you have more of, like, a student perspective. So I wanted to see what you thought of my, what, what you thought of my idea. While you're doing that, I'm already on a computer, setting up like an email and everything yes it's perfect we're doing this what day oh i don't know i have to look at my calendar oh well i can't actually go um, maybe i could just make some snacks that you could bring like you will need a water table or gatorade or something because um you know if it's hot people want to stay hydrated and things like that um uh but uh maybe some cucumber water that's Joan, always delicious yeah mm -hmm. we need a day um, when is that assembly the, the the speech thing in in front of the the main building of campus in front of the flagpole with with the president of the university and the deans of all of the colleges oh that's in two weeks perfect we're gonna do it then I mean people are off class anyway okay you're right you're right you're right that's a that's a that's a good idea 
So, so are we yes on the cucumber water? Or are we just going to do straight lemonade? I don't want someone to spike it though. I feel like that'd be a, a liability issue. Um, Joan. Yeah. Leave it all to me. <gasps> oh, well, I still want to be and... involved, right? You know, like I, you know, with the, with the, it was my idea in the first place. I don't want to, you know, take ownership. Marxism is all about sharing. Sharing is caring, right? Um, but yeah, just, uh, I, you know, I'm not good with the Twitter stuff. But um, if you need any help with um, setting it up, let, you know, let me know. I'd love to help out. I will keep you involved. To tweet some stuff. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, should we get into chapter five then of the, of the book? Of course. Okay. I think that's the end of the scene. And scene. Oh, Sweet. buddy. <laughs> we just foot. started some drama. So that, was that a success? Yeah, I think, I think so. so. I think that was a success. Ooh, we've <laughs> each success succeeded and failed once. I've never Woo-hoo. seen it be this balanced before. We're all going to hell. <laughs> Honestly, I hope my character does. Uh, your character deserves to, so. I'm I'm upset with myself for being the worst person ever. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, now I think it's a special time. Yes, um... So we're going to uh, take a 10-15 minute break, and then we are going to come back and do the tilt, and then play the second half, okay? Ooh, I could eat some ice cream. Good idea. <gasps> I could eat ice cream, too. Yes. I'll get ice cream. So we're back, and now it's time for my favorite part of Fiasco, the tilt. Guitar riffs all around. Yes, even though I know, even though I know for a fact that our our sound effects are not guitar riffs. So, for those of you who are not familiar, the tilt happens halfway through the game, uh, where we all roll uh, our dice, add the good die with subtracting the bad die and we will then uh, see who has the highest net number and they get to pick the tilt from the core rulebook uh so yeah you can find more about the core rulebook at bullypulpitgames.com slash fiasco no i lied it's not such it's slash game slash fiasco <laughs> whatever we'll plug it at the end but um yeah again if you're interested in playing this game you can play it on your own not a sponsor um, they're not paying us by the way we're just we just really like the game and are excited to share it with people. Fiasco Fridays is an independent podcast brought to you by the sheer will of the two hosts. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. So uh, we're each going to roll uh, our die and add one and subtract the other. Ready and let's go. Roll D6. Okay. I got a positive five. And a negative two, which makes me have a net positive three. I have a net negative two. I have a net negative four. I win Every again. <laughs> That's okay. Kelly, Kelly picks great tilts, so. I I don't mean, I, I, I rolled two dice. I got a positive two and a negative six. I don't know what to tell you. Um, no, 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 Kelly, I this is good. I- you, you will be, you are our storyteller. Um, well, for, for the tilt, at least. Yeah. 
I, I promise viewers at home, I do not rig my rolls. Sometimes the, the, the dice gods have smiled upon me, and then other times they decide to kill my friends. Well, we're not um, physically there, so we can't confirm or deny your story, so it's going to have to be on the savage. honor system. So sad. Sorry. I love it. I swore on the life of my cat. I did not rig, Ooh, rig it. Okay, I believe you. She's in Kelly, her box. You said, She's very sweet. Oh, you said you didn't rig your rolls. I was going to say, rig them a roll. <laughs> um, all right, so we have a two and a six. So that means we can do tragedy, death after an unpleasant struggle, or um, failure, something precious is on fire. Oh, it's always the the something being on fire. Uh, well, someone's okay, need was to beat someone up, so I feel like that. Oh goes yeah, well someone with needs to beat someone up in order to get rich. Oh my gosh, you're totally right. We gotta squeeze that in. That goes with the murder if we want to go there, but you know, we could do something else too. Also, something precious is on fire could work with the um the thumb, thumb drive. drive. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I think I'd like the the death after an unpleasant struggle yeah. just because of the there's there's going to be like a, a rally. Yeah. Which I think will be very interesting if we can get like NPCs there, because if someone dies at the rally, that would be very strange or something precious is on fire could also work at the rally. So it's really up to you guys what you want. Someone's got to beat someone else up. That's. Sam's really excited for that, so it kind of seems like you want to beat someone up, Sam, so... I'm already, I'm, like, taking the villain route, and, like, straight up, I could see my character, I could see Christine beating the shit out of someone to, like, take their place as, like, in, like, in the, uh, at the university. Um, obviously something's afoot, and she's gonna get caught at some point, but she, yeah, I don't know how someone's gonna get rich by beating the shit out of someone. Maybe... I don't know, maybe she's going to, um, maybe she tries to uh, blackmail someone again? I don't know, we'll see. I mean, it could always be someone beats her up and then they get wealth and fame from that, from, like, saving. But we'll see what happens. There's honestly, a lot yeah, of Yeah, honestly, anything could happen. I think we'll just take it, like, one step at a time and then the truth will emerge. But, uh, I don't, I don't know, what do you, do you guys want? Death, or do you guys want fire? Arson or murder? Your your pick. Oh God, uh, I feel like fire makes a lot a lot of sense with a rally. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's gonna be a rally, if like someone starts something on fire and it gets really intense, you know. Okay, so Megan, do you have preference? I do not have a preference. Anything, anything is good. All right, so fire it is. So we have a six and a two. Something precious is on fire. Failure. Is the category for that one. Yay. <laughs> yes. Yay, indeed. All right. So now we have two more scenes each, and then we have the aftermath eventually. Um, all right. So am I going first again? Yes. Okay. So it's the day of the rally, and I want to talk Joan into distracting Christine while I go into her office and steal the thumb drive with all of the proof of misgivings. So, um, 
So, but our original plan was that I wasn't going to be attending the rally because I don't want to be seen yeah, yeah, yeah. employed. So maybe it's is it like before the rally that we're talking about this or something? Well, the rally is at the the like president talking. Oh, so, so I'm there attending that event. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So I need you, so it's before that event. I need you to distract. I'm I'm going to try and talk you into distracting Christine so I can steal the flash drive so I can give it to the 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 journalists around our town so we can overthrow the bourgeoisie. Okay. 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 All right. So, uh, I'm gonna knock on your office door. So. Hello. Um. Hey, Joan, can I, like, talk to you for a minute? Yeah, come on in. I appreciate you knocking this time. Love it. Good manners. So I close the door, and I discreetly lock it from the inside. Okay. I'm not saying this is weird, but it's a little bit weird now at at this point. Um, So I need some help. Sure. Remember that time that you were talking about that new hire that we have? The one that's really a problem. Mm, I I don't Our favorite don't person. <clears throat> yeah. Um so mm-hmm. I was wondering um since you were talking about that flash drive she has um if I could have you maybe talk to her for a while um, so I could go and grab that from her office and run it to uh, Professor Timothy in the journalism department. Okay. What, what, um, what, why does Professor Timothy need the flash drive? <clears throat> you know, it's got some sensitive information on there, <laughs> right? We um, don't want that falling into the wrong hands. I mean, it's already in the wrong hands, but... Um, <clears throat> Uh, anyways. Um, well, just... If both of us got a hold of it, and I sent it to him, and you gave your sworn statement to him that you were just following the university orders, we could maybe topple the bourgeoisie. Topple the bourgeoisie. Yeah. Um... And more aptly, get a certain favorable person, uh, maybe ousted from the university in our lives. Yeah, except, like, I I see where you're coming from. I'm still on this, like, anti-bourgeoisie train with you, like, still there. Um, Having said that, though, university pays my paycheck, right? Like, they employ me and so I'm all for like change radical change love it um but if that radical change means that I am no longer (laughs) employed and um uh, I have no money then I'm I don't you know like I'm not I I don't know that I can be on board with that right because if that information is leaked I've worked so hard I've done so much to make sure that um Christine does not leak that information because that would put me out of a job. So, but if you were the one from? to, I don't know, do a public service, don't you think that 
maybe some higher-ups in this very small town would be very happy with you doing such good social service and public No, I think they would fire me immediately because uh, this is pretty much a college town. We're so small as a university in the town itself. We employ a lot of people in this town. They get a lot more, you know, the town gets a lot more money because of this school. Um, It's, I don't want, I don't want the higher ups to notice me at all. I want the higher ups to get off their high horses and actually invest in some of our communities that need help, but they are not, they're not going to care about fixing this issue because they are also the bourgeoisie, right? Like that's the whole thing. Everyone is the bourgeoisie. So like, how can we, unless it's the people that are creating the change, which is why I think this rally is a great idea. Like we're never going to get anywhere. We can't rely on these higher ups to do the work that we need to do ourselves because they're part of the problem. You know? I get it. I understand. I'll see you at the rally. And I leave. So, yeah. Are we going to talk about the flash drive? Are you going <clears> to... <throat> are you going to leave it alone? Or what? what's the plan? But you're already out the door. I, I, I'm, I'm already out the door down the hall. And once I go outside, I pull out a tape recorder and I hit stop. No! <laughs> no. <laughs> Y'all are just running a bus over my whole character. Both of you. I was really hoping, like, man, I... My favorite thing about Fiasco is that every player sees it as their character being the main character. And so, like, that's what I love about this kind of thing, is that everyone has their own, like, perspective on the game, and everyone has such a cool like influence on what's going to happen and we're able to work together to make something that's yeah, a I was really real fun surprised. twist kelly you just like laid down you're like all right that's fine and left and i'm like oh no oh no what's happening <laughs> you already had a plan and i was like oh no what have you done i i literally came up with that plan in the middle of the scene i'm like this isn't going my way but i'm sure is happening and bringing joan down with me oh no. yeah. i need my paycheck so now we have something else that could possibly be on fire. Yeah. Or another motive to beat someone up. Oh, I've got plenty of motive to beat people up. Honestly, you really that. do. Your character feel, has been pushed around so much. <laughs> I feel like the only yeah. sympathetic character in this entire thing is Joan. Because yeah. y'all are like just I, being mean to poor Joan. Like, I totally picture Joan being, like, this very petite, like, somewhat up there in age lady. Yeah. With, like, glasses, who is, like, very sweet mm-hmm. and has been here for a super long time, mm-hmm. but is just, like, almost to her breaking point. She's just yeah. doing her best. I'm doing my best. <laughs> I want to address, and I think this works pretty well, for my scene, I want to address the fact that, like, my character and your character, Kelly, are both supposed to be, like, swimmers. I want mm-hmm. it to be like your character is part of like the um some kind of a swim team, not like student because you're I don't know you're a grad student and I'm a professor, but there's some kind of like synchronized swimming league. It could be like a community league. Yeah, and my character joins it to keep tabs on you. Oh, okay. So, do you want to do this like as I am leaving the office of um, Joan? 
so I'm like on my way to the rally, like meeting point, which isn't at the actual rally in location. And, and like you catch up to me and you're like, oh, hey, can you like get direct, like asking for directions or something just so like I'm aware that you're going to be like on the swim team with me or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My goal is to, I think, uh, intimidate you. Okay. Which is very vague, but we'll just find out what happens. All right. So just vaguely, you're like you're on your way to the rally, like you're outside or something, maybe. Yeah, I'm I'm heading towards like a coffee shop. Like a, <laughs> you, a, a, always the coffee shops. Like tea. They're good. I get it. They're or it's tea. Also a, it's also a staple of a college town to have like a coffee shop nearby. That's true. We we support your local coffee shop, you know, because mm-hmm. I like me some coffee. Mm-hmm. So we begin the scene. You're. I was gonna say you're you're not. I guess you're not storming away. You're you're feeling like chill, whatever. You're probably so focused on your own thing that you don't Frickin notice smirking. that. Smirking. I'm, I'm I'm nearby. I'm like walking very confidently with like a, a smile on my face, like I normally do, like very nonchalant. Yeah, I want you to walk past me and me say your name and stop you in your tracks. Okay, so I'm like almost off campus. Uh, uh, I'm walking past the the library building. Uh, past, like, uh, a sculpture of, like, two people dancing or something. Something, like, ridiculous uh, that Cute. would be like, oh, this was made by one of our alum and they donated it uh, type of statues. <laughs> so you walk past me and I say, on your way to the rally? Um, I'm, what? I heard about it. I have no idea what you're talking about. The students think they're so clever. Little revolutionaries. You have no idea how the real world works. I... Professor Rivers, what are you talking about? I'm saying that... You have some good grades. Why would you rock the boat? I'm... Going to... Get coffee... Before the president's speech, I don't know what you're talking about. You think I wouldn't catch on to your little social media accounts? Are you stalking my personal social media accounts? That's very strange for a professor to be doing. I'm not. I'm simply engaging with my students using literature to enhance their knowledge. I want the best for you, students. But there's been some very troubling things happening on campus lately. And if someone poses a threat to others, if there's violence involved, I become very concerned. And I want to step in and see what I can do to prevent anyone from getting hurt. That's very good. I'm running late to study, to like the study group that I'm meeting with to go to the president's speech. I gotta go. I, I grab your collar. I grab your collar and I'm just like, listen, kid, you are not going to ruin this chance for me. I've worked too damn hard for too many goddamn years to lose something to oh a little God. thing like you. And you're like, I don't know how you react, but there's a student I, across the way who sees what's happening. Tim, Tim, can you? Hey. So I like wave him down like, hey, Tim. And he's he's giving like a concerned look uh at what's going on. Um, can you let 
I go. let go and I storm off. Uh, I walk over to Tim and I go, I pull out a second tape recorder, hit stop. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I swear I to Kelly. <laughs> She's I, bugged I, us all. I give them both to him and I go, you know what needs to be done. Dun, and dun, then I had, and then I head to the coffee shop. <laughs> you really stepped in it there, Sam. So I'm a, I was a theater minor, and what I learned in my classes was that you just go with it. Like whatever you feel, whatever feels like the right thing to do, you go with it. And me as that character just wanted to take control so bad, I was just willing to just be a little like physical and aggressive, a little sloppy. <laughs> Yeah, she. I don't know how to be sly enough in order to to break Kelly's characters. Kelly's characters are pretty solid. It's because it's really hard to break me. Like I'm very sly as a person. <laughs> um, you are. Uh, I to explain to people, I am basically uh, a roguish bard, is what people have called me. So I am. I am just like cool as a cucumber. You want to come at me, bro? Do it. Let's have some Get ready fun. To rumble. <laughs> uh, I, I am. I'm like Robin Hood in in a way. At least yeah. that's what I was in in college. I was very Robin Hood esque, much to the chagrin of a lot of people. But it's always important to take care of yourself. It's super important to care for others, but also yourself. So if you're a Robin Hood, Monday through Friday, maybe Saturday, Sunday, you get a little coffee or tea break and do your get your nails done or something. Like, whatever whatever floats your boat. Like, you you got to take care of yourself. <laughs> play some Fortnite and kill some noobs. <laughs> or play a board game with your good friends. <laughs> or any other type of social game. May I recommend Fiasco by Bully Pulpit Games. <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna... Hashtag non-spawn. We're, we're not sponsored. Please don't think we're sponsored. We're really not. If you would we like just to really appreciate this game. Honestly, yeah. Um, we Apparently this game was really big in 2015. I don't know what it was, but all the like hype about it that I've seen, like articles and media is like from 2015. So hopefully we can like spike it back up and be like, guys, let's play this cool game. <laughs> I, I think what happened was Will Wheaton played it for his uh, show on Geek and Sundry. Oh. That's where I first heard about it. Cool. Um. So when uh the the first time like Sam and I played like this game for real was uh for a class uh 2016 I think. Um. Yeah. Wait. No. Yeah. yeah. Wait. End of 2016. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. And and so I had heard about it before, and I'm like, yes, I want to play it. So um, that's really where i think that spike came from but we'll see what happens it's a fun game i enjoy it and it looks like it's megan's turn oh man your character is going to be like the deciding factor in how this all goes down honestly oh no that's too much pressure she's already at her wit's end well i would say just do whatever feels natural do like what does your character want most right now right now my character wants to have a panic attack in her office but we're not going to do that. Cool. Okay, yeah. Um, so in theater, we focus on, like, you can, your character could be passive or they can be, like, assertive. Like, make a choice. So oh, I used to play passive. characters who would just kind of, like, give up. But if assuming your character doesn't give up, what does she want to do? Um, so the rally is today. She 
is worried that the flash drive is gonna get leaked to the press. Um. Oh man. What if? Would you want to pick a die, and then one of us could set up the scene for you? Sure. Yeah. Maybe that works. Um. What what die do I, oh, I have? One of each. Well, uh, you might want to pick a good die because there's only one bad die left, and there should be. Yeah, I'll do a good die. Good then. Dies left. Yeah, there's a bunch of good dice left. Okay, I'll pick a good die. All right. Cool. I have an idea for a scene. Mm-hmm. If I may share. Yes, yeah. Go course. ahead. So, I don't know if I guess we probably want to do the rally because it's going to be exciting. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be crazy. My idea for a scene with Joan would be, what if this thing got leaked and people were freaking out about it and like they asked her for her opinion on it. And she just kind of said where she came from and they kind of were like, yeah, everyone, everyone's wrong. Let's all listen to Joan. She's really cool. And like, they all kind of, you don't know what you said, but everyone's on your side all of a sudden and you're the one who's in charge. Yikes. That sounds amazing and out of character. I think, I think here, here's an idea. What if you break into Christine's office and you go to the professor (gasps) of journalism and Leak it before the students can. No, I want to go into the office, steal the tape record, or steal the um, flash drive and delete it. Oh. I want to set it on fire. <gasps> I want to set it on fire. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, I don't care about the dice. I'm going to go into the office. So you're going steal the flash drive, set it on fire. And then I want Christine to walk in as I'm... I put it in the trash can and I light her trash can on fire. I want her to walk in as like the fire is kind of getting out of control. And like, I need, I'm like trying okay. to find a fire extinguisher. Okay. So that's where I want the Christine. You got to walk in. Okay, cool. So your goal is to set only the flash drive on fire. Yeah. Yeah. And not get caught while doing it, which, you know, <clears throat> is already not working, but Yes. But we don't know what could happen. Yeah, so I want to set the flash drive on fire. I think the that what's going to happen is that I'm going to accidentally set more stuff on fire. Um, and, like, <clears throat> not burn down the building, but, like, a little, get a little close. Um, so that's going to be... I don't know. Do I get a good die or a bad die? Because I, te- if I technically burn the flash drive but also burn down the building, does that you'll, is that bad? Well, you'll get a good die because you set the flash drive on fire. But I like that. I like that plan. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. Okay. Um. And so I start. Oh, let's see. Okay. So I'm sneaking into Christine's office, and I'm like looking both ways, and then I like go inside the door and I close the door and now I need to figure out where she keeps this flash drive and I was like you know googling some Bond movies on the way over here to see like what are some good villain hiding spots um I didn't find anything on google because um the wi-fi across campus is really bad so I couldn't get good signal um Um, sorry. Um, it's, pro- it's probably because someone is putting far too much uh, uh, projects on their computer, uploading to the cloud mm-hmm. somewhere. That's the reason why mm-hmm. the Wi-Fi is really bad. It's just yeah, that one yeah. student. Yeah. That's why it's bringing down the entire university Wi-Fi. Gotta get that senior thesis film in. Yeah. 
Um, so I go into the desk and I search through the desk and I'm like squatting down kind of behind the desk and I find the flash drive in like one of the drawers underneath a bunch of files like way in the back. Um, I don't know what flash drive this is. It's just a flash drive that I found because I don't know what this flash drive looks like. I don't know, like I've never seen this flash drive. I just know that it exists. So I find that flash drive and then I'm digging through another drawer and I find a second flash drive and I'm like, shoot, I'll just burn them both. I don't care at this point. Um, so I have like three flash drives by the time I finish looking through this whole desk and it's been like 10 minutes. And now I'm like trying to figure out what to do with these flash drives and how to like destroy the evidence because now my fingerprints are on the flash drives and like I've watched enough horror, you know, crime films to know that my fingerprints can lead back to my crime. Uh, so I'm like, well, how do I, you know, get these fingerprints off here? And I'm like, oh, I'll burn it. So, um, I, oh, where do I get a lighter from? How do I burn it with, hmm, I didn't get this far. How do I burn it with, okay, well, now I have to find matches. And I spot a candle on Christine's bookshelf. And then I run over and there's matches by the candle. So, okay, I found matches. Um... And then I am like go over to the trash can and it's like a little circular metal trash can like you find like in bathrooms sometimes. And I take a Kleenex box and I start ripping Kleenex out and stuffing it into the trash can so it'll have some good fuel to burn. And um, then I put the, th the, free, the three little flash drives down in there and I just start, you know, scratching. What do you call it when you scratch the matches and you light them? Strike. Scratch them against the box. Strike. strike. I strike. I just strike like 10 matches in a row and I drop them into the, and the Kleenex catches on fire. And then I just keep putting more Kleenex on top of that. So it's like a blaze. Like it's really, <clears throat> it's a big fire at this point. I've used up almost an entire Kleenex box um, trying to burn. Cause I don't know the burn rate temperature of these flash drives. Um, and that's when I hear a key at the door, but the door is already unlocked. So Christine walks in up the handle. Uh, I probably wear heels that click clack down the hall as well. Um, so I, li I like to imagine that like you hear a click clack from the distance and you're just yeah. like, oh shit. I'm trying to like jimmy open the window at this point, but the fire is still burning at this point. It's getting real high. There's going to be some smoke There's in that small, building, that small room as well. And I've got like half a leg out the window and then I see it's a two-story drop. So I'm like hanging half out the window when you enter the room. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, Christine enters the room, I open the door, and I see there's this fire, I'm like, what the hell is happening here? And I look, and I guess I see you just sort of hanging out the window. <laughs> one leg in, one leg out. I, we just stare at each other, because Christine doesn't know what to do at this point. And I'm just, well, do something! What is happening here? Um, I, okay, I came in here to deliver some files, and then I saw the fire, so I'm trying to escape out the window, I wasn't sure... <clears throat> if the hall You could safe. use the door like a normal human. Now grab well, something know. to help well, me put this you out. Know, you've seen all this stuff. Find the fire extinguisher. I don't know. And so I climb back I, inside the window. I run down the hall to grab a fire extinguisher. And as you're grabbing the fire extinguisher, I leave the room. <laughs> I was going to say, I grab the, uh, the, 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 like, water sports com professor. Because, you know, he knows water. And he and I, like, rush in to handle it but it's it's too big to handle so we just have to pull the fire alarm i am like sprinting down the hallway and i look back and i just see you running into the room with like the other professor and i'm like oh gosh 
dang it. And I'm just like sprinting out of the room. Yep, so. I, I guess that's, that's the, the scene. scene. Yep. I, guess, I guess that's it. It was just me narrating some action. That was fantastic. Yes. Good. <laughs> Things are so cool. out of control. I don't actually know if I destroyed the evidence or not. I just. You most certainly did. I'm assuming that the blaze would be hot enough to melt plastic, which is around the. No, no, I'm saying like I don't drive. know if those were the flash drives that contained That's the true. correct information. But you, you set a flash drive on fire. It could have been the senior thesis flash drive. We don't know. Mm-hmm. It could have been all the flash only drives. Christine knows. So when you get the mm-hmm. the report from the fire marshal, you will see that there were three flash drives burned. Well, if her, her whole office starts on fire, like it's all gone. Yeah, it's probably going to be gone, but they'll probably be able to still determine that it was the trash can that caught stuff on fire. Right. And maybe yeah. they'll find the flash drives. Because I don't feel like all of the metal bits would be burned up. But may- I, I don't know how fire works. Well, you see, you have to have uh, something that's combustible. And then also you must have oxygen to feed the fire. And When you open the window, you give it lots of oxygen. Listen, the last time I took a science <laughs> class was in high school. So give me a break, okay? As someone who knows how fire works, because camp, not like fire danger, but like fire safe. Um, yeah, that fire would definitely trash those flash drives. Whatever was on them, like, you're not gonna be able to pull anything off of it. You can ruin a flash drive with just a lighter, I think. If if you heat the plastic enough to actually go into the circuitry. Yeah, those flash drives are gone. And, like, the fact that, like, a fire, a fire that big, a fire with, like, burning that much, like, those, that, those tissues would probably start on fire, like, immediately. I would love to see this just as a movie film, just someone, like, frantically emptying a tissue box into a fire in a trash can. <laughs> I'm like hobbling like a freaking uh, uh, just like I have no idea how I got here. <laughs> One leg hanging up. I don't the know window. how I've got here. I don't know where I've been. All I know is everything's wrong and I need to run. I'm in full flight or fight, and that was flight. That was amazing. I tried to fight and it just turned into flight. <laughs> so do I get a die for that? Yeah, yeah, I, I say you succeeded. Woot woot. Fiasco Fridays is an independent podcast by Sam Conklin and Kelly Sofian. This game's special guest is Megan Davis. Fiasco is a game by Jason Morningstar, and you can read more about it on the publisher's website, bullypulpitgames.com slash games slash fiasco. You can find more playsets at fiascoplaysets.com. If you find one that you would like us to play, send us an email at fiascofridays at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter as at Fiasco Fridays, or on Facebook as at Fiasco Fridays Podcast. This episode featured a piece of music from Mozart's Don Giovanni. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you next week, where our characters face the consequences to their actions in the conclusion of Town and Gown.